Welcome to All About Life with your host, VIC, the podcast dedicated to inspiring, motivating, and encouraging you to be the best you can be. Listen in on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Visit us online at anchor.fm forward slash all-about-life or contact us by email at allaboutlifepod at gmail.com. Here's another great episode. Enjoy. We got the anomaly coming in today. He's going to be interviewed and I'm going to pick his brain. We're going to see how you start from the bottom when nobody even knows your name. How is this possible? Well, he's got the life experience to prove it. So stay tuned. Don't move. And you'll be blessed by the insight and wisdom from this dude. Welcome to All About Life. This is your host, VIC. And today is a very special day here in our um, podcast. It is our very first interview. I am so excited. I've been so excited to get uh, an interview going. And I really appreciate uh, my good friend, SB The Anomaly, for accepting my interview request. How you doing, man? so much for allowing me to be a part of it i love it I'm super ecstatic about this man i've been watching your growth for a long time uh and i've been kind of like that stalker that you don't know you have stock in you because you know i'm not liking things i'm not like following things but i'm still like the oh ghost, not the ghost followers yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big community of that going on yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love them too Exactly. So, yeah, so I was a ghost follower for, and I'm looking at your development from when we used to work together at Sprint. And, you know, going back to that time, I remember when, when people were just like hating on you because you were telling people you're going to be a rapper. Yeah, it's interesting. I remember someone took a mixtape that I had gave out, and it was a woman, and she was like, oh, this is cute. It's like candy rap. Oh, like, man. Okay. Thank you for that. It's interesting, you know. And she barely even heard it, and I never forgot that. And I remember another guy. I'm not gonna say his name. Another guy was like, he heard the music. And he was like, you know, that's not you. And you know, I'm like, ah, like I'm hearing the music, and I'm like, ah, that's not you. you know? it's interesting. So it was very, very, you know, intriguing to me that these people had that perspective. They had that opinion on the music. So it was good. It was necessary. You know, I read something today that said that failure is the condiment that gives success flavor. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So I, they, they made it very delicious, <laughs> to, to say the least. Man, I really do like that. Could you say that one more time? Yeah, it, it said that failure is the condiment that gives success flavor. Man, that's awesome. You know what? Uh, do you mind if I steal that? No, it's not mine. I, I, I didn't write it. I wish I wrote it. I just wrote that. So how do you go? This is one thing that uh, that's always uh, intrigued me. Um, obviously, right now, as you stand, you're doing great things. Uh, you're moving forward in the uh, rapping community, in the music industry. 
uh, you've traveled. But how do you go from uh, working at a corporation, from you know, as an employee, three years with people yeah. like you know, just not really like hating um, against you, but just kind of putting you down yeah. and not believing in you? Like, how do you go from there? Uh, to pers to continue to pursue your purpose, and how do you stay motivated through all that, especially in the beginning? That's a very good question. Well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't even say haters, because haters is a very cliche term, but I would say people judge you off the, the limits of their own success, which means if they feel like they can't accomplish something or people that they know can't do something, they kind of put that on you. Because they don't want you to be above them. Yeah, you know? yeah. So they, they try to speak it into existence, if you will. So for me, it was it was never a thing that bothered me because I was used to that. You know, I felt like they just don't understand. You know, I have a different set of eyes. I mm. can't expect people to see what I see. You know, it's kind of like if you're an art dealer, right? Yeah. And you see a painting, you can appreciate the painting at a very specific level where someone who's not trained in art they may not be able to appreciate why the Mona Lisa is a Mona Lisa you know what I mean yeah like if, Mona, if the Mona Lisa was never a thing you were taught in school and you don't understand anything about art you might see the Mona Lisa on the street one day and think it's probably worth like $25 because yeah. you don't understand <laughs> art so that's how I, that's how I took it and as far as moving forward it was just you know music is how I kept life you know, there was a part where I didn't want to be alive anymore when I was younger. So music was that that hand that reached out when I was drowning. And wow. ever since it lifted me up, it was like music never deserted me. Rap never deserted me. So I'm not going to allow outside sources to get involved in what I feel. It's like a boat. A boat is really small, right? But a boat, no matter how small that is, yeah. can sail the entire ocean yeah. and never sink. As long as the boat doesn't allow the water on the outside to get inside of it. So as long as you don't let the negativity from outside forces get inside you, then you can float. No, that, that's good. You know what's funny is I actually did a podcast uh, not too long ago about just drifting. Uh, in. It was, it was about decreasing your possibilities to increase your opportunities. Mm. And what I was talking about was that many people, they kind of begin to take on too many different projects all at once and never really pick one to concentrate on. So they kind of drift along in the ocean mm. just without direction. Uh, so they, they do many things, but they're kind of like not a master of any of them. Yeah. And they kind of drift like in the ocean with no place to go. And yeah. it seems like you've narrowed it down as far as where you want to go. Yeah, you, that reminds me of that Bruce Lee quote, right? You know, I don't, I don't fear the man that does a hundred or a thousand yeah. kicks. You know, I, I fear the man that does one kick a hundred thousand times, right? And that's how I feel. I feel if you don't have a plan B, mm -hmm. like if you only have a plan A, yeah. that's the best way to be. Everybody's like, no, you need a backup plan. Why? Backup plan requires divided, you know, a divide and focus. Mm. If you divide your focus, you're not going to be as strong. You're not going to go as hard. It's like I was watching X Men recently. Which one, the End Game or? No, 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 X Men like like back like the old. Oh, one, the right? old one. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Like, and Mystique is like lifting like weights, and Magneto passes her, and 
she's trying to make herself look like a regular person and mm-hmm. not be all blue. And then he looked at her and said, you know, you do a lot better if you just stop worrying about covering the way you look and just focus all your energy and, and talent on the weight. And as soon as she did that, she was fine. But because she was trying to, she was taking her energy and making herself look human, instead of just being natural and putting all that focus that she was dividing to looking human and just lifting the weight, she wasn't as strong. And that's how I view it. You know, you have to pick one direction, like that boy band group. <laughs> you gotta pick one direction and just move forward and just stay on it. You know, and it, it takes a lot. Not, now, were you ever a closet fan of uh, One Direction? No, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of all music. You know, I'm never. Nice. I, I'm very open. Like I'm, I'm probably the only artist in the world, like rapper, if you if you will, or mm-hmm. MC as I like to call it. I don't like calling myself a rapper because there's a difference. But I'm probably the only one that sings Disney music on social media openly. Like I don't try to look, you know. I guess the word would be hard. I don't try to mm-hmm. look hard or like gangster. Like I mean, I'm from the Bronx. So I can relate to all of that. I've been through very interesting situations since at the age of 10. You know, I'm 32 now. But, no, I, I think being appreciative of all music, just like One Direction, helps you write better, ironically. Makes me rap better that I listen to them. Wow, that is true. Yeah, yeah. That is, that's like kind of like if you want to be, stuff. well, anything really. If you want to perfect it, then you want to listen to other people that have been doing it and were and had some success with it as well because yeah, i mean nobody study the blueprint yeah like nobody yeah. can say one direction was not successful they can say it was cheesy yeah but yeah. they can't be like oh you know them losers because it's like no they they were yeah. pretty successful yeah you can, yeah people can say whatever they want right i mean people always have an opinion people always you know it's like i, I like i love martial arts right i've been mm-hmm. doing it for years and i always love when i'm watching an mma fight yeah and everybody in the room has an opinion about the fight yeah Like, oh, why, why, why is he not throwing the kick or the knee? I'm like, when's the last time you throw the knee? Uh-huh. Like, what? Give, well, how do you even know what that feels like? Yeah. Like, when's the last time you've been in a fight of that proportion that you you can't even fathom what's happening in that ring? So everybody has an opinion. That's true. It, it, and one thing that you that you uh, you know said as well when you were asking these questions is a lot of people that give opinions don't really understand because they haven't never been there and speaking about rap one thing that's always kind of um grinded my gears if you would <laughs> <laughs> and it, it reminded me of this because in mma world is the same you know and i've been around mma fighters yeah, in the yeah. mma world and you know that those guys are some of the nicest people on earth too yeah and you would um, think they're assassins right? yeah no. not at all and so You know, when someone comes up to me and, and, and says, oh, you know, that that's easy. Or if I was in there or my grandmother can do better and all these, you know, different uh, negative um, quotes towards the rap game. The, you know, oh, rap is easy. Uh, you know, is what I get a lot. Oh, rapping is easy. So one time yeah, yeah. I call somebody everyone, out on it. Everyone feels like, you know, and you know what? I don't even blame them. Yeah. I don't even blame them. Liquid, liquid gets put out there. People auto-tuning, mumbling, and can barely understand True. them. But there's levels to rap. Oh, yeah. Well, and and I would put them to the... I put one person to the test because I just... I guess kind of got tired of it. And I said, okay, let's rap. And I'm like, <laughs> if you want, I'll bring you a beat too. You think yeah. it's so easy? Yeah, let's Come hear on. it. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, Man, yeah. It, it, they froze. Yeah. They froze. And it's like things are not... When people... There's a difference between something really being easy... 
and somebody making it look easy. easy. Yeah, you know what? That was per- that was really well said. Yeah, it's like you see Jordan shooting three pointers or dribbling a certain way. Oh yeah, that looks easy. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> Because he's been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. Rocket science looks easy to someone who doesn't understand what's going on. You yeah. know what I mean? And you're absolutely right. I agree with you. I go through that a lot. I go through that. People yeah. tell me, oh, a rapper doesn't, you know, doesn't, I think anybody could rap. Yeah, I'm sure they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by definition, anyone could rap, right? A, B, C, D, one, two, three. <laughs> I, mean, if, I mean, Dr. Seuss, by that standard, is amazing, right? Because he was rapping all his stuff. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> <laughs> hey, and he rhymed really well too. Yeah, there you go. So he, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, you could probably take some lyrics from Doctor Seuss. Yeah, I might have to do that. <laughs> you know, if he hasn't charged me, I might have to do that. <laughs> and so you hit on a good point too, which is something I've been I've been also thinking about because the hip hop and rapping industries have kind of gotten away from their. I would say origins, because, you know, mm-hmm. you say you grew up in the Bronx. I grew up in the Bronx, too. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. You grew up in the Bronx. Yeah. What, what, what part of the Bronx? The Elder Avenue. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, the same block. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I got that tattooed on my arm. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Yeah. Wow, that is that's so... Funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. Guys, literally, he has the Elder Street sign. Uh, tattooed <laughs> he, on his arm. He's supposed to be second at Old Avenue. Yeah, man, that's hilarious. Oh my goodness, what a small world. Yeah, and, I had no idea. You just said that. That's funny. Like that. Just so you guys know, that was not planned. That's hilarious. I had no idea you were from Old. Wow. <laughs> See, it was meant to be, man. It was meant to be. Hey, man. If that's a thing, then yeah, this is an example of that. <laughs> meant to be like destiny. And. Uh, so let me see if I can get back to my frame of thought there. No, nah, um, you're good. We talked I mean, about things being easy. Yeah. Um, rapping. Um, oh, that's right. So with it, the origins in rap, I remember. I mean, I remember the origins uh, of rapping, even when it started in the streets, like in the in the 80s when it started gaining popularity. And it was, you know, just people literally rapping about life to somebody, beatboxing in the background. Um and, you know, throughout the years, it kind of developed into more of an industry. And now, where I see with the auto-tuning, the mumble uh, rapping, and also with the marketing aspect to it, I feel like it's it's lost some of its essence. I, am yeah, it's I, a am I wrong? It's a whole different cloth. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole different cloth. Mm-hmm. And, that, and honestly, that's where that whole ideology of it being a simplistic activity is derived from. Because these rappers... If you take the beat away and you just read what they're saying, there's nothing behind it. Yeah. It's not all of them, but you know, the vast majority that's getting pushed out. And what's funny is that if you notice, the ones that get pushed out don't last very long. True. So it's as if they get pushed out for a time period, they make the money for the labels or whatever they got going on, or they, they feed the agenda. And then when the agenda switches, they find another puppet that will push the agenda. And then it's just going in cycles. Not many artists come out and stay successful commercially. That's true. Think about that. Not many people that have came out in the past five years. Who? who? Aside from, I mean, Drake been out way longer than five years, but there's yeah. not many people. Like, who has been out? Who came out brand new in the last five years and is still here? Who? I, I really can't. Yeah. You know, maybe Logic. <laughs> maybe that. Uh-huh. But the, my point is that it's very little. Yeah. But many artists come out. Yeah. And then they just disappear into the, into the shadows. And no one notices because no one cares. They're not fans. Yeah, that's of, true. They're not fans of hip hop music. They're just fans of trends. 
And whatever, that's the, a good and point. whatever the new trend is, that's what they follow. They don't care about anything else. They don't care. That's a really good point. I never yeah. even thought about it that way. Yeah, so that's like, why that revolving door is yeah. still... Yeah, yeah. the turnover if yeah. you will, is extremely high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a really bad job. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very intriguing. Like when I, I write for artists as well, mm-hmm. you know, and I've written for artists that do mumble rap or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever you want to... Maybe that's a harsh term. Whatever you want... <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to define as not being able to understand what you're saying, whatever you want to call it, right? Uh-huh. You know, incognito rap, anonymous <laughs> rap. It's like, it's fun. It's like I'm writing for a child. True, yeah, yeah. Like, I have the most fun. It takes me like five minutes to do like a whole verse for it. Well, yeah, I mean, and I fun. guess it's, it could be also, <laughs> it could be also uh, considered maybe politically correct because if no one understands what you're saying, nobody can get offended. Yeah, you could say that as well. <laughs> you know? But it, but it's it's interesting, man. Mm-hmm. But there's music for everybody. Yeah, you know, I don't expect people. You know, I'm not one of those guys that believe everything has to be super lyrical. Like, you know, there's a great music that has my, some of my favorite songs, if not most, are not super lyrical songs. Yeah, music is about how you feel. So if people like the way that music makes them feel, then so be it. You know, but auto tune is interesting because people don't understand that the voice is an instrument. Yeah, yep. So the auto tune makes your voice sound catchy. And if you sound catchy, you are catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can sounding good and being good are two different things. That is so true. But I digress. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, one of the things that also have intrigued me, uh, as far as you coming up the ladder, um, you know, you spoke briefly earlier on. You know, kind of how you you stayed motivated, but uh, what have you done or? What things can you let our listeners know are important when you're going up and nobody knows who you are and you're trying to uh, kind of start that ripple going in the industry? You know, when yeah. you throw a little pebble and and you're trying to get all those ripples going everywhere. Mm-hmm. How do you go from a no name, like nobody knows who you are, to where you are now in that, you know, you've traveled? And- yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, every. It's like a GPS system when the roads get closed off. There's mm-hmm. multiple roads to the same destination. You know, if you're driving and there's a blockade on the road, the GPS is not going to say, too bad, sleep in your car, right? <laughs> they, it, it gives you a direction and it realigns you and it refocuses you know, where you're going and it gets you to where you have to go. So everybody's path is, is different. You know, for me personally, it was it was sacrifice. It was sacrifice it was the willingness to fail. It was having an open mind to opportunity. Because the problem is that when opportunity knocks, mm-hmm. the reason some people don't take advantage of it is because when they hear it knocking, they complain about the noise. Mm. They don't go to the door and open it and say, hey, what's up? That's you know, good. What you got for me? They don't care about that. And everybody wants things to be convenient. There's this mystery Right, a mysterious thing called the perfect time that people wait for. <laughs> it doesn't exist. The perfect time doesn't exist. So if you seek what is not real, you're going to be looking for a very long time. It's not there. It's an imaginary friend. You know, it's an imaginary friend. No matter how you want to paint it, it's not real. It's fiction. Yeah. So you have to be open-minded. You have to be open-minded to failure, to understanding your shortcomings, because we get better every day. You know, and you have to be willing to do what nobody else is doing. You know, when I did my first tour in Berlin, I literally went on a two days notice 
Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. With no money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, double wow. Yeah, yeah. No money. Never been outside the country. Never used my passport. I, I just had it there forever, just hoping I get to use it one day. That picture is super old in my passport. I don't remember <laughs> where I got the outfit at. That's in my picture. And I just went. I just went. And I just assumed it'll work out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I just did all the things that were consistent and conducive to it working out. Mm-hmm. And I believed in myself. I didn't need anybody else to believe in me, which goes back to that the job. I didn't need anyone to believe in me. Yeah. Because now all those people believe in me. They all hit me up. All of them. <laughs> All of them, especially one guy who, who made a, that nasty little comment about me not being about rap and it's not who really who I am, which is crazy. You don't even know me. Yeah, yeah. So where you even get that thought from is beyond what I can even comprehend. But he wrote, he's like, yo, you're legendary. You're going to be a legend. You really are. Hmm. Same guy. And to that, I just smiled. Yeah. That's my victory. It took a while. But it's okay. Some flowers take a long time to bloom. So I'll take that. It was interesting. So I know, I mean, I'm trying to condense it. There's a lot I can say, but it's oh, yeah. like a small little starter kit, if you will. <laughs> you know, that first step toward it. And really believe in it, you know, and really do things that make sense. Like, for example, this is an hyperbole, obviously, but if you want to have a six-pack, you probably should stop eating certain food. Yeah. Right? You can't keep eating whatever, McDonald's every day, right, and, and get confused when you don't have a six-pack. Well, maybe you put the McDonald's down and pick up a salad, mm-hmm. then maybe you'd, be, maybe you'd work toward that goal. So my point is that if you want to rap or be known in the industry, you have to start doing things that will get you out there. Professional videos, mm-hmm. not cell phone videos, which are not that bad. It's twenty nineteen now. Yeah, but back, but back then there was nothing like that. Back then, nope. Professional videos, professional photos, how you carry yourself, your brand, how you're perceived. Right, everyone's perception is reality. So how you put yourself out there and what you talk about and what you personify is what you are in the eye of the public. It's kind of like Ready Player One. You ever seen that movie before? Ready I Player have One? not seen that Man, movie. It's a phenomenal movie. Well, it's a movie where, long story short, you go into a virtual gaming world mm-hmm. and you can be whatever you want to be in that world. And no one spends, like, but we're, like, no one goes to play basketball outside. They put their little goggles on and they go into that world. Oh, wow. So, so it's kind of like that other movie uh, with the Leonardo DiCaprio, Inception. Correct. Except it's, okay. a, except it's a game. Gotcha. And everyone's in the game. And you can look how you can make your character big, small, pretty, ugly, fat, deadly, walk around with a sword. Whatever you are in your brain, you're mm-hmm. that in the game. Oh, that's pretty cool. So that's what social media is kind of similar to. Yep. I was talking to my friend Jay about that. It's very similar to it. It's interesting. Wow. Well, well that, I definitely think we're headed in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, social media is, is, mm-hmm. is that, but that's no different conversation. Yeah. But yeah, just professional videos, photos, professional music. Have Investing in yourself, that's a really big problem for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. People will spend $250 on a pair of sneakers. Yep. But won't spend that on studio time for their song. And then you wonder why you're not going to make it because you don't even believe in yourself. You believe in a celebrity's product more than you believe in your own dream. Mm. So you're not out there... So, uh, man, you know what, too? I, I know this is, I'm kind of, I guess, scatterbrained because I get so excited, guys. And I'm just like, oh, my God, what do I want to ask next? Where do I want to go next? Ah! And I don't know if, you know, uh, the anomaly here has been reading my email. Uh, but yesterday, 
uh, you know, I, I spoke about us having to accept, because we're humans, a certain level of imperfection regarding everything that we do. Because since we're imperfect, nothing that we do will ever come out perfect. That is correct. Um, and so sometimes I, I think that, and then also, okay, also you talked about the day that never comes. Correct. And so which, I was also talking which, about that which as is well. a very big problem. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us, and even myself, I still struggle with that mm -hmm. sometimes. Because here's, here's one thing that I wanted um, our listeners or want our listeners to understand is that even in a bad situation, you can change your attitudes and you can change your behaviors to a positive one. And you don't have to wait until the perfect situation comes to and the uh, perfect circumstances. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're that, the, the aptitude of your attitude defines your latitude. Mm -hmm. your, your thoughts become reality. Mm -hmm. Yep. Your subconscious manifest your reality if you believe that you are the man and you do things that are hand in hand with that you will become that yeah if you believe you are not the man then you will attract that you will put those those frequencies out there because everything is frequencies color the way color looks the way things sound mm -hmm. frequency we are synonymous with the earth the earth is three-fourths water our body is three-fourths water it's not a coincidence no, not at all. <laughs> we are in sync. We are in sync with the universe and how we carry ourselves. You know, whether you're religious or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. How you portray yourself, how you come out, how you speak, how you act, how you talk, how you think. That's why when you're having a bad day, it gets worse because all your thoughts are down. Yes. The doldrums. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I need you need to listen to my last podcast. Oh, yeah. Please. It's it's literally send it, send it, it, send it to me. <laughs> I, will, I will love I will love to hear it. I will love to hear it. It um, was a motivational uh, speech uh, to encourage my listeners. And my opening line, I kid you not, man, I, you can't make this stuff up, guys. The opening line was, if you had a bad day, it's OK. Like, it's OK to have a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. What is not okay is to stay in that mindset yeah. and carry it, you know, over and over and over. And uh, so it's just funny that you you brought that up because, man, I'm telling you, it's um, bro, we're on the same wavelength here. Bro, there's, bro, there's a quote. There's a quote that says, "Yesterday is heavy. Mm -hmm. Put it down." That's good. Where'd you get that from, if I may ask? I, I can't even tell you. I read a lot, bro. <laughs> That it could have been somewhere in a book or it could have been on social media. But mm -hmm. I read a lot and it's interesting. Because I, I do motivational speaking as well, amongst okay. other things. So I'm really big on listening and reading. It's interesting, man. That's awesome. Um, and just to further what you just said, uh -huh. to give you a high five, I always tell people, no one remembers how you start. They don't even remember how you finish. Yes. No one cares about the beginning. Like Amazon or... Windows or any place. No one cares about the garage that they were yeah. making this stuff in. All they care <laughs> yep. about is the fact that they people are billionaires now. Mm -hmm. That's all it is, man. It's interesting. Very interesting. So with your uh, craft, mm -hmm. as far as uh, rap is concerned, mm -hmm. um, I noticed, well, in the, the songs that I've heard and the rapping that I've heard from you, I've noticed that uh, I didn't really hear, not that I remember anyways, any cursing in it. No, yeah. yeah. Do you, is that on purpose? You yeah. don't curse at all in any which of your is, raps? Which is very funny because I curse when I talk all the time. <laughs> and, I, and I can't 
explain this why mm-hmm. I can't stop cursing what, what, let me rephrase that not that I can't because that's a, that's a negative mindset but I tend to curse a lot when I speak mm-hmm. but when I rhyme I don't have to curse I can rap for hours and not say one curse word and you and you found success this way because one thing that I know is um, especially sometimes amongst fans uh, in the rap game is if someone comes out and does not curse uh, in their rhymes like I think Will Smith doesn't uh, they get criticized for it like they're not real rappers have you have you come up across that actually no because I do it in a way like I could literally say the most evil thing ever and just don't curse yeah like I tell people all the time I could rap about ripping your head off I just said, I just said it right there I'll rip your head off and there was not one curse in that sentence right yeah so it's like people forget that there's so many words in the English dictionary mm-hmm. that are synonymous to whatever it is a lot of people use curses to fill gaps in their rap because they lack oh. the they lack the like for example right <laughs> yeah like, I like, never thought of that like if I say I don't know I'm sitting down and I'm in an interview right if I want a rhyme interview right? I'm sitting down and I'm in an interview and I'm about to pop just like an inner tube, mm-hmm. right? Inner tube interview. Uh-huh. If I didn't know how to fill the words in right now, I might have to say, I'm sitting down in the interview and I'm about to mother F and pop. Yeah, like yeah. Like people use curses when, when they still have time to go to make the sentence balance out or the bar to balance out with the rhyme. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do that. Especially no, do when you, they freestyle. Do you read the dictionary at all? No, no, which is very. Funny. You know, I had to ask. I get that question a lot. No, I just, I just read a lot, watch a lot of movies. I take in a lot of input, mm-hmm. like Johnny Five, right? I take in a lot of input, and I, I just remember things. Like I've used words that are really, like you know, quote unquote, big words that I heard in third grade. Oh wow! Yeah, like I just heard someone say, it and it just never left me. I wish I had that memory. You know, yeah, it's a gift from the curse. So I don't have any <laughs> friends. <laughs> and I, I have a few friends. You know, like, for example, like, one of my, well, I use this word armamentarium, and I heard that years ago. Mm-hmm. It just stuck with me. I didn't look at a dictionary, but I just had that. And that's not a common word people use. No, like, yeah. Or, like, I told somebody I'm a misanthrope, and they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, and, and I just I just got that from somewhere. You know what I mean? So it's, it's interesting. Everyone's different. Like, I, I have a dictionary app that says word of the day, but I seldomly, like, look at it. Like, it pop up, and I just... Like, I get some main notifications on yeah. my phone that when I wake up, I just slide through all of them. I just get them off my phone. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like, I feel congested because I have so many that pop up from texts to, to social media, to calls, to emails, to different, it's just too much for me. So I, when I wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. right, I wake up, I look at my girl, I take my phone, I just wipe all that off my phone. Yeah. I just cleanse my phone at the end of the day, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I'm restarting, I'm refreshing the phone. Like, like the way you refresh a web page. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing, too, that you mentioned earlier um, and you referred to is is having a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's what major. do you do to, like, one, one thing that I do was when I, when I first wake up in the morning, I establish what kind of attitude, because I can't control all the circumstances during the day, mm-hmm. but I establish first thing in the morning. I wake up and I establish what kind of attitude I'm going to have through the day. And then what I like to do is I like to put reminders on my phone to remind me to keep that same attitude throughout the day. 
So I don't kind of go down the rabbit hole of being negative or skeptic because, uh, you know, as a, um, as a person, naturally, I'm naturally skeptic and I'm, natu- I'm naturally geared towards negativity. Yes. So what do you do as far as to keep that positive mindset, uh, especially in a world where, I mean, we're just so busy, stress is everywhere. That's a very good question. And I have an answer for that. So I get that question a lot mm-hmm. whenever I do motivational speaking. It's your self-talk. It's your self-talk. Your self-talk is intricate because it defines a lot how you approach things, your confidence in certain things. So, for example, let me give all the listeners an, an idea, an example, so you guys can feel what I'm talking about right now. If you are not able to do a backflip, I want you to go outside right now or go in your room or wherever you're at right now and try to go for a backflip. Now, obviously, you're going to stop yourself, right? Yeah. Whatever ran through your mind Mm -hmm. before you stopped yourself, whatever caused you to stop yourself, that's an example of self-talk. You pictured negativity. That's good. You pictured yourself getting hurt. You pictured your neck breaking. You pictured being in a wheelchair. You pictured being a, a paralyzed individual. You pictured blood, pain, agony, missing work, whatever scares you enough to make you not do the flip, that came in your mind, that's what you told yourself, that's what you envisioned, that's your self-talk. It's your self-talk. For example, when I go to a show, like I have a show tonight at at an improv club in Orlando, at Point Orlando, I'm not telling myself I'm gonna go up there and be horrible, you know, I'm telling myself, I'm going to go up there and have an amazing time. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to have a blast. It's going to be exponentially crazy, <laughs> right? Whatever, whatever, you, whatever adverb you want to use, right, mm-hmm. to describe it. So because I'm saying it and because I'm believing it, that's what it will be. And even if it's not, at least I went in with a right mindset. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. Yeah. But I would rather be in the highest spirit up until that point. As opposed to having the anxiety of being a failure the entire time and then being a failure. So how would you define failure in your words? Failure is very subjective. So, And I only use that to describe what people, what people will call themselves. Mm-hmm. Failure is when you give up. That's a failure. Mm. Failure is when you tell yourself, I'm no longer doing this. I'm stopping. There's an acronym for fail, right? Your first attempt in learning. It's a learn. It's a lesson. An L is not a loss. It's a lesson. Mm. So what that means is that if I don't do well, I'm going to extract whatever I can, whatever lesson I can from it, and then apply it later on. People like to take their failures and stack them on their shoulders. And when you stack anything on your shoulders, whether it's a child or an animal or books or whatever it is, eventually it gets very heavy. Yeah, I feel that. And you don't yeah. want to move. What you're supposed to do or what you should do is take those failures, quote unquote, and use them as steps. And every time you fail, that's another step for you to go on, to go higher and higher and higher. And after 100 failures, you've accumulated 100 steps. That's good. And now you can go higher because mm-hmm. you've learned 100 ways of what not to do or how not to approach something. Now you have, quote unquote, experience. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, no one remembers how you began. Yep. They only remember the ending point. Like when I rap, people don't say, wow, you must have really sucked when you first started. <laughs> no one says that. They say, wow, you're, you're talented. Mm-hmm. But no one thinks about all the years I spent not being talented. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one cares about what goes on behind the curtain. The stage crew, the sound guy, the lights That's guy. true. All they yeah. care about is the act. Yep. The end. The end result. It's interesting. So you were talking about image earlier, mm-hmm. uh, how you portray yourself. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, they don't tend to think as image goes, uh, as image going hand in hand with the level of success that you reach. Oh, uh, what do you think about that? What about, about that particular mindset? Because I've always known that image is important and what you you put out there to people uh, is the only thing that people can go by, especially if they don't know you. They're going to judge you on image and actions because they can't judge you on intent because they don't know you. Um, and so the image, they just, because they don't know you, if you're out there with ragged clothes, they assume that you're a bum. Um, so what do you think about this? Bro, image is everything. Image is everything. You, you know what's funny about that? I'll give you a small example. Mm-hmm. If you're in a crisis, right, and someone has on a cop uniform, what do you do? What Go you to do? the cop. Why? He got a cop uniform. That's the image <laughs> he's portraying as someone mm-hmm. that can assist you, right? Yeah. However, if you're in that same crisis, you probably wouldn't go up to a bum, would you? No. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> of what? The image. Mm-hmm. For all you know... That bum is a, a karate expert who have, who's had a hard turn in life, and he has exactly the capability that you require at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. But you run past the bum to look for a policeman. Yeah. And then you get snatched up by the killer. Yeah. So my point is that, yes, image is very important. Image is extremely important. It's like when you go to an interview, it's imperative to look a certain way. True. You go on a first date, you look a certain way. You go to church, you look a certain way. If I mean, And it's not for everything, but... You have to have some type of image. Because people associate ideas to image. Like right now, I have an anime shirt on. That's good, yeah. Right? So if you saw me, you would associate me with someone who is down to earth. Someone who has time to watch cartoons. or well, not, It's not a cartoon, but anime. <laughs> someone who is open-minded. Mm-hmm. Someone who at my age enjoys things like that. Yeah. You would assume that. But maybe my cousin gave me the shirt. Yeah. And I've never seen anime in my life. <laughs> right? If I pull up to a club, right? If my brother and I pull up to a club and we're in a limousine and we get out the limousine, mm-hmm. you associate us with what? How would you Success look at and fame. That's right. <laughs> but that limousine is probably rented yeah. for 30000 an hour. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There was an interesting experiment that happened in Manhattan. This guy, I forgot his name. It's a viral video on YouTube. You can look it up on YouTube. Just type in like fake famous person or something, a fake celebrity. This guy hired a camera crew, right? He hired a camera crew to follow him around Manhattan, 42nd Street, right, Times Square. Mm-hmm. He hired a camera crew to, to follow him around, take photos of him, and he hired a little entourage. <laughs> and from those two variables came a multitude of individuals asking him to take a picture with them. Wow. And then they interviewed the people that were taking the photos of him. They said, have you seen his last movie? 
And I was like, yeah, yeah, I saw his last movie. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Image. You wow. Got, you got models mm-hmm. that I know personally, women, right? Yeah. Who have thousands of followers, like 100,000, and they drive a garbage car and have no credit and have nothing really going on in life. Wow. But the image is that they're rich mm-hmm. and they travel the world and they're living a great life. Again, social media is dangerous. Yeah. People get so wrapped up in the false reality that their, their real reality is very, very, very small and pales into ill comparison when looking at the made up life that you put out there. Image is everything. Unfortunately. That's, yeah. It's kind of like the culture we were just it's developed. We're very judgmental individuals. Now, Speaking of traveling, you've done traveling. Yes. Um, More than I would like to do. (laughs) So you've been out of the country. (laughs) Yes, sir. Um, How do you find or or what differences do you find when you go abroad and you travel with other cultures versus here in America? America is very spoiled, very ungrateful, not very appreciative, closed-minded, Wow, I sound very negative, don't I? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I would never, I would not live anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lie. I would live in Berlin, but I would rather. Aside live, from that, yeah, I would rather live in America more than in, more than most places, right? For many reasons, we have many freedoms and pleasures that I, I love and I indulge in quite frequently. Mm-hmm. However, there's a different energy out there. I've had grown men kiss my forehead after seeing me perform. Mm-hmm. And they were not homosexual. Their girlfriends were right there. Yeah. Their wives were right there. They just love what I was doing. And they had the humility to do that. And they didn't feel weird about it. Well, it's my forehead. Thank yeah. you so much for coming out here. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. We loved it. Thank you. That has never happened. I don't want that to happen to me. But that <laughs> never happens to me in America. Yeah. Probably never will. Yeah. Which is fine, by the way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're you're not looking for guys to yeah, come yeah, out to you yeah, and kiss yeah, your forehead. Yeah, don't be, don't be the first person to do it. I'm going to start a trend on that one. Hashtag, <laughs> don't kiss my forehead. Oh, man. Uh, so, <laughs> earlier. <laughs> moving on, because that's another rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. Very deep one. Um, Shout out to Alice. <laughs> the earlier... Okay, I did. Uh, my listeners heard this already, but earlier uh, I had uh, SBD Anomaly listen to my little 20 second rap, I uh, think, at the beginning. It was, it was what good. do you think? It was good, man. Like, you don't, you don't need to, like, it say was, it just because I'm here. No, like, if, I'm a, if it stunk, no, you can tell me, hey, no, bro. <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was good for what it was. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? It, yeah. The expectation of the rap that you played for me was to enjoy it. You know, it, 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 it wasn't. For me to think it's gonna blow me away and a lyrical miracle, like it was for me to hear it and and, and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Not all rap has to be this super thought out thing, you know. That's why and that's what goes back to the, the moment rapping, right? It doesn't have to make it, it's fine. It's a market yeah. for that. People just want to hear that, and that's also that's okay. Mm-hmm. Just don't associate that with other type of rap. Yeah, keep it in his lane. Stay in your lane. Don't you know miss a signal like a Florida driver. <laughs> and then go to another lane. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Stay in your lane. Stay over there. Drive as fast as you want in your lane. <laughs> but do not come to my lane. But my point is that I enjoyed it. Nothing wrong. It rhymed. It was fun. 
It had a good delivery. You had a good cadence, man. It was good. All right, all right. Oh, I mean, well, you, that, you, I mean, you might that have encourages me. <laughs> you might have to be other, you know, on the other side of the interview one day. You know, I'm going to interview you about your rap career yeah. you know, in a few years. You're giving me, uh, you're giving me hope here. You're giving me a, a different, hey, a that, different purpose. Hey, that's what I'm here for, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm delivering hope. It's free. Yeah, positivity is free to give, man. You don't lose no money doing it. All right, guys. Now, one thing that I did ask uh, of SBD Anomaly is to do a rap uh, freestyle. And none of this, by the way, guys. None of this is scripted. There was nah, no. Nah, did nah. I give you anything to? to uh, for the script or any of the questions or any no, of that. No, no, no. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't even like scripts. When I, whenever I go to like an acting audition, I just make up. Like they, they hand me a script to read. I'm like, I just do a monologue. Yeah. The same idea. Like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this is freestyle. It's not scripted. He's not going to bust out like a piece of paper. Uh, and I asked him to freestyle about, you know, positivity and pursuing purpose. Uh, so go ahead, man. Got you. So just purpose, positivity. Yeah, like purpose, positivity, yeah, like yeah. good, you know, it'll be, positive it'll be, mindset. It'll be like a little like acapella, like there's no beat or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. How long do you want me to go? You gonna stop? Cause I'll, I'll just keep going. So you gonna get like a hand wave? Yeah, yeah I'll do a hand wave. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> you gotta be positive, cause negativity could be monotonous. Life makes you feel dead, like a pharaoh in a sarcophagus. But breathe deeply into your esophagus and exhale. Everything will be okay if you just relax and use your brain. You see, life is a road full of multiple lanes, and you can change them every other day. And as we said earlier, the right time is impossible, borderline illogical. But if you do what you want to do, you can be profitable. Don't allow pain and darkness to devour you. That's what it wants to do. But if you just follow your ideals the way apostles do, everything will be okay and all right. You could turn the worst days to all bright and shine like the moon all night. It's okay to look at your purpose and keep searching like you're using the GPS whenever you are having a navigation issue inside your car. Just be blessed without being inside of a church and just understand to reenact what's inside of your mind. If you want to see your dreams, you don't have to close your eyes. Wake up and take the first step. Do what you want to do and don't feel any regrets. If you ever lose or ever take an L, life is still swell. As long as you're alive, you're not in heaven or hell, you can keep moving forward and change the course of action. Whether it's acting, dancing, or rapping, or education, or college is your passion, or maybe it's fashion, or gaming. Whatever you want to do, just stay in that lane, kid, and move. And don't hit the brakes. Don't never change. Keep a smile on your face because people only judge you from what they see. Like we were just talking about social media recently in this interview. Keep it cool. Whether you're a woman or a dude, don't allow people to put a stencil on you. It's instrumental to think inside your mental. It's always helpful. If you want to be number one and number two and not number two, like a pencil, never be stagnant. Use that energy that's kinetic. It's going to be good for you, like taking in a water beverage when you're thirsty. Life can be sweet like Hershey's. <laughs> and don't shake like a game controller. Keep moving around like a patroller and keep going till you find what makes you happy. Forget being angry. It takes way too much power to do that. Way too much strength and you lose that. See, whatever you invest with time, you can't get back. It's not like money. It's kind of funny. Do what you want to do and speak your mind. Don't be the dummy. Be the ventriloquist. Live in it. 
forgets talking about gibberish. Are you listening? But I'm kicking in. See, I'm just giving you things to help you. I could talk forever because I'm crazy as Bellevue or an asylum. But I'm talking about Arkham or Gotham, giving you problems with no calculator. This man is greater. I can help you use your force like Luke following Vader or Yoda talking to Kenobi. Look inside your mind if you want to feel me and know me because you and I and I am you. We're all the same thing. We all have the same day, the same time, the same tools. The only difference is I bet the house is different. But I only did that because that's how I had it depicted as an image in my mind. I'm looking at it as clear as I can see hieroglyphics. It's so prolific. You need to listen and bear witness like you're inside of a church mass on Sunday. Just relax and sit back like a child that eats a Sunday and keep going. And don't be afraid to reverse on that one way. You make the rules. It's like the matrix because there's no spoon. You can do whatever you want to do. Look inside your heart from the start. Just let it spark. <laughs> and that's gonna happen if it doesn't work out the way you thought it would. It's still good because you're still breathing just like you should. It's never bad to have a bad attempt and it's never gonna be a wrong direction as long as you keep trying to move forward in your trajectory. And what you do physically comes from how you feel mentally. Your mind can move things. I'm talking telekinetically. Yo, just never let it be. I don't even believe in destiny. It's not. It is what it is. It is what I make it. So if you don't like your life, you can easily change it. It's not complicated like an algebraic phrases. Just understand that you are the mathematician doing the calculations. Yo, that's dope. Thank that you, was bro. dope. Really, really feeling that, man. That was dope. Thank you, bro. So what's next uh, for SBD Anomaly here? Food. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next? A, a lot. A lot. My, I want to publish a second book. Nice. Uh, the first book is called Words of an Anomaly by Ian Espy, the Anomaly Huang. It's a poetry book. has over 30 poems in it, and it's geared to help you through life, all type of situations. So nice. anyone listening, if you want to read something that's going to help you through life, Words of an Anomaly, you can get it at Amazon. You can get it on Barnes & Noble, all that good stuff. So a second book called Words to Live By. I have some film work that I can't talk about right now, okay. contractually, but some, some movies I'm looking to do. I would like to also get back on the road. I'm just trying to figure out how I want to do it, but I'm, like I said, I tour every other weekend, and I come back home, and, you know, just being a better person. And how can people find you? Just look up SB, the anomaly. Now, people normally spell my name wrong because <laughs> they spell it properly. They spell my name properly, and ironically, they spell it wrong. I should, that should be a rap right there. Yeah. So, I, know, I feel like you're still rhyming. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still in that zone right now. I got to leave the Twilight Zone. So SB is SB. The word the is the word the, like the boy or the other girl. Mm -hmm. And then anomaly is with two O's. The correct way to spell it is A-N-O-M-A-L-Y. I, I spell it with two O's. So if you look up SB, the anomaly, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, all of that. It's SB the Anomaly, and you'll be able to find me. And also, big shout out to my DJ K Prime. It was his birthday yesterday. We have a group called the Iconics, and we are mm -hmm. a duo. He's a DJ and producer. I'm the MC. But yeah, it's SB the Anomaly, and you'll be able to find all of that eventually. Nice. And I know I saw that you were 98.5. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be hosting that again. I forget things. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. hosting that again next Friday I have a motivational speaking event that I'm going to be doing on the 17th called, nice. how, to, called how to walk like a king uh, talking to young men where, where at that's going to be in Lake Mary that's awesome yeah yeah so all men young men older men 
come vibe with us. It's a free, it's a free endeavor as well. And I'm missing something else, but I just know I'm, I think I'm going to Minnesota and Kansas this month. I could be wrong. I'll have to check the schedule. But I'm, I'm doing more traveling with the music. I'm with a crew called Free Daps as well on the side. And Free Daps is an improv, uh, improv, comedy and rap crew. We have a lot of fun doing that. We have like over like. Make just a, they have like over forty games that they do, different ways of rapping and freestyling. They make it very interesting and entertaining, and it's fun. You know, it's, it's freestyling is so cool and it's, it's so dope. You know, big shout out to MC Supernatural. He's like the, the godfather of freestyle rap. You know, he paved the way for a lot of people to do things like that, and you know, things. That's like awesome, that. man. That's on my my <laughs> list, if you will. I'm so glad, you know, that we had this interview and we had the chance to catch up. Like I said, yeah, I haven't uh, seen you in a few boy. years, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Boys, man. <laughs> so uh, there you go, guys. So, you know, catch him, SB, the anomaly. And uh, like I said, man, this this uh, this dude is just he's an awesome human being as well. He truly does care about people. He truly does care about seeing others succeed and, and just adding value to other people's lives. Uh, so that's why I had to get him on the show, because that's what all about life is about as well. It's just adding value to people and encouraging people just not to give up, you know, just to keep going forward. Yeah, go for yours. Exactly. Because why not? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's what's, stopping you? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Yeah. And really? I w- you fail? Who cares? Do it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, would rather fail, I would rather fail at what I love than mm-hmm. succeed at what I hate. Wow, that's good. Oh, man, that could be, you know, we need to sit down again. Because, oh my goodness. I mean, I dance, I, I, you do it. Whatever you want to talk about, (laughs) this is rapping. I do a bunch of stuff, man. This is, I dance, I act, I do motivational speaking, I flip, I do motion. I mean, we can talk about anything, dude. Man, I'll tell you, so is there anything you don't do? (laughs) Cook, but my my girl's working on that. I know how to make rice, I know how to make certain meats. I know how to make lasagna if I'm watched, if she watches me. I I can make a mean lasagna if I'm being supervised. Assisted, yeah, yeah. But, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really good at cooking, but yeah, just you know, just, just working on thing. I I wanted like I I, I stilt walk. I mm-hmm. walk on stilts. What? Peg I stilts. did not know that about you. Yeah, peg stilts, not regular stilts. I'm like real stilts. Like, yeah, like you like gigantic pogo sticks. If you lean too forward, you'll die. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I walk I walk on those. Like I tumble, I trick, meaning flipping. You know, I watch anime. I'm a Disney advocate. Nice. Disney should sponsor me. I love Disney. I love I love anime. I, I love all of that. Big big nerd, you know. But it gives me more things to rap about. Yeah, no, you it know, does. The more I watch, the more I can rap about. Yep. So and there I you go, guys. Don't um, don't limit yourself. Yes, and... that's the one thing I want to say. I don't mean to yeah. cut you off. No, no, I, I want to make sure I say that. Do not think you have to fit a stereotype. I will sing Disney in one moment and kick you in the throat the next. There's no stereotype. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not a violent person. I'm just giving you like a metaphor. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a big dork. I, I'm a nerd. I don't, I don't try to portray whatever people think a rapper should be or an MC. I'm who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I, don't, I, I have a good time. I enjoy life. Like Cat Williams says, I don't gang bang on breakfast. I'm not angry in the morning. <laughs> um, I, you know, I just live life. I just happen to rap. That's all. Yeah. So, it's, so you're not trying to be the next anything. You're trying to be the first you. Yeah. If you want to be different, just be you. It's like, That's it, awesome. It's so ironic. You want to be different, just be you. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one you. Just be you. If you be you, then you'll be different. You follow trends and follow Bam. celebrities. That's it. You know? <laughs> it's, it's really... It's, it's, it's the simple things that are hard to do. Mm. 
right? Ironic. So true. So true. You know, but that's a whole different conversation we could talk about. <laughs> we've got. Let me see. We've got about four different conversational topics that I need to get on. So I need. To, so I need you back at least four more times. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Just let. I, I would love to be back for real. Just let me know. I, I I will come back. I'm not just saying that for the show. Yeah. I would love to come back. I love doing podcasts. I love doing interviews. I love talking to people. I learn when I talk to other people. That's awesome. Well, guys, I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. Uh, and you guys have a great day out there. And I'll talk to you guys in the next podcast. I hope you were inspired and just keep moving forward, guys.